Yo, 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 welcome to Riffs on Tap, episode number 57. Uh, I'm your host, Alejandro, joined as always by... Riley. Is, is, and it, is it 58? It's 57. I thought it was 58. I don't know why I thought 58? you said 58. Hey, well, just 57, 58, those are both great numbers. We are <laughs> back. I'm very happy to be back. It's our third week back. Uh, guys, how y'all feeling? How y'all doing today? I'm feeling fucking fantastic. I'm chilling like Ooh. a villain. Fuck yeah, fuck yeah. yeah. Oh, the DoorDash gypped me i got i got my food stolen what'd you order what was so I, precious that they felt like stealing it mcdonald's oh dude what'd you order uh just two triple cheeseburgers and a medium fry ah, well, that's pretty disrespectful if I'm yeah being honest. and it's fucking i paid for it already there's only 20 bucks but it's the principle you don't no. steal my food when i'm looking forward to it 100 percent. i i totally feel you i we don't really do delivery around here i don't we're lazy or we're cheap so we're like, fuck it, we'll make the drive. We'll just, we'll find it. Problem about this new area, no good fast food around us. Not like, really. Waterburger's kind of far from us, and there's a Canes as well. But, like, for the most part, like, there's not much. Unless you want to walk over to Subway. Yeah. Uh, oh, yeah, I guess disclaimer, you may hear some extra sounds. Uh, got some noisy neighbors as well as uh, a kitten. A little bit of, uh, yeah, a little kitten, a little, little cat over here. Uh, hanging out uh, so you may hear some extra noises um, so I'm gonna be honest with you so we haven't talked about music that much these past two weeks and uh, part of it's my fault because um, well, there's I've, a lot of stories to tell you know there was a lot of stories to tell but also I've actually not been in a music mood sadly and it fucking sucks that's weird it sucks because like I, I, I feel lost yeah. I go through these waves of like I'm listening to the same stuff over and over again, and then no new music is incoming. I get bored of what I've been listening to, and I just can't seem to find the next thing. Um, either it's a new genre or a new artist or whatever it may be. And uh, for me, that one of the things that I'm looking forward to is, is definitely this new the ACL lineup. Because I'm going to be able to make a playlist of all these different artists, probably yeah. artists I've never listened to or, or I haven't thought about in a while or whatever. And uh, so I'm hoping that's going to be the spark for me. I think it will. See, with me, I always find, like, if I'm in kind of a, a musical rut, I just force feed myself new shit. I'll go to a new playlist or something that I've never listened to. And I'll go through that. And then usually one thing at least will pop out, and I'll kind of go down a rabbit hole on that. Uh, and that's how I help myself get out of a, a music rut. Yeah, I've, I've tried that a couple times. Uh, in the past couple weeks, I've gone through... Uh, through uh, a lot of the uh, dance playlists on Apple Music, which they have quite an extensive amount of uh, of playlists now. They really do cater to all different types of genres, which is really nice. Um, the one thing I do like about Apple Music, too, that they've really taken a step forward with dance music, I know Spotify's done something similar as well, is incorporating more of these mixes. Yeah, You know, you'll have DJs play at Ultra or EDC and these major festivals and stuff. Um, and they record these sets and a lot of the artists are they're like, yeah, man, let's put that set out, whatever this and that. Um, and Apple music and Spotify both have been able to put these sets on their streaming platform, which is great because you can get a track list. You can listen through this hour long mix that have like 40 songs in there. And you're like, you'll hear something you like and go, man, what's that song? And you can look on your phone and go, ah, it's such and such. Or if it'll say ID, it'll be, it's an unreleased song or whatever. Um, so I, I thumb through a lot of different artists now because there's so many different mixes from so many different artists. And uh, that's another way I've been trying to like find new music because they, they play through so many songs so quickly. Um, but so far, I think been a little a little slow, unfortunately. There is one song, and it's, it's by a band that I love very much, Portugal the Man. Yeah. Uh, their song, Dummy. There's a Chris, Dummy. There's a Chris Lake remix Dummy of thick. it. And that song, oh, it's just so fucking catchy. It's got a great hook. Um, it's got a, a what's it called, um, a bit of an interlude in the song that reminds me so much of Crazy by uh, Gnarls Barkley. Great song. Great fucking song. And underrated song. A very, very underrated song. Um, but um, that song, that's the one song that every time it comes on, on, the, on the radio, I fucking love that song. So so good, dummy or crazy, uh, dummy both, both. Yeah, that, it's I don't the know. same thing. So, uh, Portugal the Man is a band that I feel like I go in, with waves with them. I'm on the I love them right now because of dummy. Yeah. Um, but it's always like when I think it was when 
Feel It Still came out and they got super, super popular. So much so that they were an indie band and then they blew up on the main stage off of one track. That's when like I went into like, ah, a little popular, a little, little sellout-y, a little mainstream-y. Uh, so, but, you're, so you're a hipster? No, not always. Not always. Because there's stuff like, like, like Skrillex. Skrillex is on the up and up. He's the mainstream right now. He's the guy everybody loves. Love it. One more Skrillex. Give me Skrillex. Um, but Portugal, man, glad to release new music. Hopefully we can see them next year doing the festival circuit. A uh, new album coming soon, hopefully. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, Portugal Man. Oh, so that's them. your um, that's your go to right now. You said Portugal Man. Yeah, that's uh, that one track from them. Oh, just the one track. Yeah. Oh, okay. Because uh, they they're starting to put out some new music right now, um, and that's the track they have put out right now, Dummy. Yeah. Uh, for me, like I don't know, I I do get in those phases of like one song and I'll put it on repeat. That was like me for a while whenever, um, before even the album came out where he just released the single Stick Season for Noah Khan. I listened to that nonstop for a while. But right now, I'm more on like a specific artist grind right now. Like um, the other day, my boss, he actually showed me this group that kind of gave me a uh, familiar feel to uh, compare to Sierra Farrell, which I, uh, who I've been listening to a little bit uh, again recently. Um, and, uh, this group is called, what's it called again? Oh, why am I blanking on it? You got it. Okay. I believe in you. Uh, the podcast effect. Don't worry. You'll get it. I know. I know. Give me one second. I can find it. Um, where are you? Hooray for the riffraff. Riffraff. No, hooray for the riffraff. Riffraff? Hooray for the riffraff. Dude, remember riffraff? He was <laughs> a thing. No, exactly. Riffraff is no, a real person. What, when he told me about this band, that that's immediately what I thought of was, oh, riffraff? Oh, my god. Jody Highroller. Exactly. No, but hooray for the riffraff. Kind of folky, bluegrassy type um, group. Really, uh, yeah, that, uh, kind of similar-ish in a way to Sierra Farrell, but Sierra Farrell is more on that country side. But it's really good stuff. I enjoy it a lot just because I'm more into that kind of stuff when it comes to music. I feel you. I've been on a big indie pop, indie pop rock, indie pop rock. Grind. Ooh, what you got? Pop rocks. Like a lot of. I mean, my go-to, I guess, in that genre would be like Two Door Cinema Club. They're one mm-hmm. of my favorite bands of all time. Classic. Uh, uh, their newer stuff, I'm not a huge fan of. It's like their first three albums were fantastic. The last two were all right. And then it's not pop, but you know, The Strokes are always a great like garage rock band. Uh, I love rock bands. Not too. 1975. Yeah, they're great. No, they're gonna be at Lollapalooza this year. Oh, they? I do not expect them to be at ACL though. Sadly. Yeah, I don't. Not to derail you too much, but the Strokes, um, they're opening for the Red Hot Chili Peppers uh, next week. I saw that, and I really want to go, but tickets are expensive. Oh yeah, crazy expensive. Have they gone? We so we bought cheap seats. We bought like. Wait, are you going? Yeah, 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 me and Alan, uh, me and Alandra are going, and so uh, we got like give me her ticket. <laughs> hey, I just be like, hey, um, you're out. Riley's <laughs> in. <laughs> so we we so we looked up tickets, and we were like, I in my head, I was like, well, the concert's a few weeks away. Like, there's not going to be anything. There's a ton of tickets available, all in the nosebleeds. So I think we were tickets were like thirty bucks a pop or something. But like, I told her like, let's just pick seats that are just directly straight facing the stage, just. They're just high up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ain't um, nothing wrong with that. At it, least you're not like at a Taylor Swift concert. I've seen people's seats where they're basically behind the stage. I'm like, oh, what's yeah. the point of that? Exactly. Yeah, I'm like, like, at least we'll get a, a look at the stage. We got to bring the binoculars, though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. it's at the Alamo Dome. Make sure big. you bring the telescope, you know, like pirate telescope. Oh, actually, like, tickets aren't that out. bad. Oh, well, the, what are they? Still for the nosebleeds. How much? Uh, uh, 30. Oh, that's not bad. Yeah. So, yeah. And so the strokes are opening, and then Thundercat's also opening as well. Um, I'm not so, familiar with Thundercat, but I love the Strokes. Oh yeah, I'm glad the Strokes are back. Uh, it was way too long that they broke up. Uh, their lo- their newest album is fantastic. If you haven't listened to it, I highly recommend it. The only Thundercat song I know, technically, I don't know if it's actually full on Thundercats. By no, it's not. I think it might be by the Gorillas featuring Thundercats. Mm-hmm. But uh, I for- 
it's something island it's a really good song with uh, with both of them together yeah yeah i, I know what you're talking about it's yeah. off it's off the new album right i believe the new gorillas uh, album i think maybe 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 thundercat just put out a new track with uh tame impala oh so he so i guess that group's been kind of hanging around a bit gorillas tame impala thundercat um because they've all been on each other's music a lot recently oh yeah so yeah. that group the those all those guys must be kind of hanging around each other which makes me really excited for whatever Thundercat is next because he hasn't really put out too much music since this single, which came out last week, uh, which is very good psychedelic rock, R&B-esque feel. Um, so you said you're not familiar with Thundercat, correct? No, I am not. So he's a um, he kind of does this R&B, hip-hop type of thing. His main instrument he plays is the bass guitar, um, but he's a producer as well. So it's just very funky uh, type of feel to it. Um, it's great, man. He, he kind of is not afraid to talk about whatever the hell he wants to. A lot of his stuff is random is what it feels like at times. Um, just If you just thumb through like the track listings on his albums, they're fucking hilarious. Yeah. Okay. Um, so he takes a goofy take to it, but a lot of very good like, vibey music stuff you can put on the background and just kind of just oh yeah 100 percent. um i just looked up the song it's called cracker island by the gorillas featuring thundercut it's there a really go. good song which i believe that's also the name of the album as well correct is it i, I think don't it's know. called cracker island <laughs> which is fucking hilarious <laughs> yeah it's, well, like, when you said island something i was like is it cracker island i, I was know. like i don't want to just do yeah. freaking amateur hour over here i'm sorry <laughs> my bad guys i don't know i don't really like i love the gorillas i don't listen to them too much I, I saw that they were at uh, Coachella, right? Uh, yeah. Yeah, they were at Coachella. I saw the freaking clips of that. I'm so pissed off because the people in the crowd don't deserve to see the gorillas because all of them were not even vibing to the music. They're just like, oh, look, I saw the gorillas phone in hand, not even said anything. I'm like, this is lame as shit. That's the problem with the festival like Coachella, and I worry about ACL getting to a point. I don't think it will. Because, like, it, it gets so commercial that like yeah, people are there to say they were there. No, exactly. Rather yeah. than being there for what the original purpose was, was which is for the music. So, um, but yeah, Coachella has gotten to that point where it's like it feels like it's a it's a thing to be there to say you've been. It's there. a clout thing. Yeah. No, hundred yeah. percent it is. That's a good way. To and then it. if you really want to enjoy it, I saw like this little um, TikTok about it. Like, really, if you want to enjoy Coachella to the fullest, you have to be uh, you have to put a lot of money into it. Because, like, if you go there on a budget, oh, you're not going to have any fun. I hear it's absolutely just, um, what's the word? Just, like, just too much. There's too much. Like, you, if you, uh, what's called, no hotel, no Airbnb is going to be within a reasonable price. If you decide to camp, which a lot of people do, and if you want to shower, you're going to wait in, like, four-hour lines in the blazing sun. It does. It's just not cool. Like, there's no point. You, You just go there for, like, oh, I went to Coachella. It's stupid as hell. It's like Coachella, Coachella, the other festival that's like that is Burning Man. Yeah. Um, yeah. But Burning Man has not got as commercial. Um, there have been a couple of years in the past few years that where it felt like it was going to. It's going to be the next, going to be just as big as Coachella, but then it kind of died down a little bit. But yeah, it's, it's a difficult thing. I've, I've never been someone who's had an interest in camping for a festival. I very much prefer just, you know, very standard, grab up my hotel, whatever, fly over, this and that. Um, camping just no interest it, but then again I'm just not an outdoors person to begin with camping's fun I mean I don't do a lot of it very I, I don't camp but it is fun <laughs> the time you've done the times it times I, I have done it camping. no it I is, understand it that is fun no it's it, really I, fun you just sit around you know build a nice fire put some music on drink some beer with the boys just gather around the time. campfire sing a campfire song exactly a C-A-M-P-F-I-R-E-S-O-N-G song Oh man, <laughs> I, messed, I messed up. I can't spell. <laughs> we we knew that. It's okay. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, it's fine. It's fine. I did go to university. <laughs> All right. <laughs> oh man, that's why you can put that on Facebook. Went to wherever. Went to university. Yeah, yeah. What university? University. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just gonna put like currently attending <laughs> UTSA. Could you just say that for the rest of your life if you never finish it? You just be like, currently attending university. Technically, no, because you're not enrolled. <laughs> at college. I'm planning to. 
Go I back, mean, you can you take never like, you can put thinking about <laughs> thinking, thinking about university, <laughs> thinking yeah. about university, questioning, <laughs> questioning university. Ooh, interested in university? Wow, it's getting serious now. Yeah. Um, Single with university. That's what I'm gonna put. <laughs> it's complicated. It's complicated. You get your grades back after the first semester and be like, I don't know if being in university are gonna work out after all. <laughs> I think that's Riley. I think that's Riley. That is me. Com- yeah. <laughs> complicated with university. Hell yeah. They should honestly, it's limiting. Why, why just say going to give us other options? Come on. Currently working complicated with working. I don't know. Something (laughs) spice it up. So there is one news, big news. I think it was actually, I think a huge deal. It was a huge deal, but not. Oh yes. Yes. Weirdly enough, it was not, I think I know what you're talking about. It it wasn't even on TikTok TikTok that much, which is weird. I I saw a few videos. I saw a few, but usually it's like exploding. In 2017, well, even before that, uh, Marvin Gaye's estate sued uh, Robin Thicke and Pharrell over Blurred Lines, which that one was understandable, right? They copied the shit out of Marvin Gaye, but then in 2017, uh, the co-writer of Let's Get It On decided to sue um, Ed Sheeran over Thinking Out Loud over similarities with the chord progression. Uh, obviously, so dumb. But, so you know, dumb. All the appeals and whatnot, and then COVID happened, so everything got pushed back until this week. They finally went to court. Today was the final decision from the jury, uh, and they found him not liable for copyright yeah it's dumb you can't own a chord progression no and that's one of the they brought a music expert onto the stand and they're like do you let me show you all of these songs that have similar chord progressions they're like it's not you know he, he could get marvin Gaye can get sued if someone wanted to because yeah, exactly. of a similar chord progression it's so Ooh. dumb i thought it was like a, the most unnecessary lawsuit they literally i'm pretty sure they just want money which is horrible to say. I love Marvin yeah. Gaye. I love the people that were, uh, I guess. Well, it's not people, Marvin Gaye. Yeah, it's dead. the people. It's the yeah. state. Yeah, yeah. And, the, and the co-writer. Yeah. yeah. Um, it's just dumb. Co-writer's estate. I think the co-writer's dead as well. Oh, wow. Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, okay. Um, the one thing, want money. We're, we're at that point now where uh, I was watching a video about this uh, quite a while back about how if you take an eight-note melody, if you're someone who enjoys math, you know you can only arrange those eight notes so many different ways. Yeah. You can split the notes. You can get quarter notes and stuff. And 16th notes, you can put rest in there and this and that. But there's only so many ways you can arrange those notes to make a melody. You're going to have repeats. No, 100%. It's going to happen. So so trying to sue someone over similar chord progressions or a similar melody, it's just, it's really not going to hold weight unless they truly lifted every part of it. Yeah. Well, and I mean, it just, listen to the two songs, right? Do they have a similar progression? Of course. Uh, but the music is completely different. Oh, it's yeah. a completely different song. Like, no, it's not 100%. like he he just listened to Let's Get It On. He was like, I'm going to fucking copyright this. <laughs> it's not like Future with I'm Too Sexy where I'm like, all right. Yeah, or Vanilla, is- Vanilla Ice where he's like, no, it's, it's different because I went do, 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 do. <laughs> it's, like, um, it's like with the whole, I don't know if they actually did sue, but um, Portugal the Man. With um, the uh, Jonas Brothers when they made their comeback, yeah, they, uh, they had that. What was the one song called? The first song that came out. Uh, they came out with "Burning Up." Uh, no, shut up! <laughs> I almost said, uh, yeah, I, I can't remember the name, but, uh, but know you know what I'm talking about. about. Uh, but uh, what's it called? I remember Portugal the Man. They were mad because they thought the song was super similar to um, "Feel It Still." Yeah, and then yeah. Uh, there was this whole thing about it. I don't know if they ever went to court about it, but like, it, I'm just like, with that one, it was closer. To like actually sounding like, but I'm like, come on, guys. Oh yeah, there's now inspiration out there. You, people make music out of inspiration. Yeah. So like, come on. Well, and he that one of the things Ed Sheeran said too. He was like, I actually wrote that in, as like a more of a Van Morrison song. And no, they, exactly. He played a yeah. Van Morrison uh, melody that was more similar to Thinking Out Loud than Let's Get It On was. That's so funny to have that as an argument. I was like, if someone's going to be suing me, it should actually be this other person whose song I ripped off a little bit more (laughs) or was inspired a little bit more like, you got the wrong guy. Sorry. (laughs) 
It's so but it, it just, I mean, I'm so glad that the jury decided. Because I was scared because the jury's not full of, you know, music experts. No, 100%. They, just, they may hear the chord progression and be like, yeah, that's the same. He copied it. Imagine uh, what's called. You call you you get called upon to be on the jury duty. Let's just say Riley. There was just weird occasion where like, like oh, yeah. Uh, I, immediately. Riley's I the most biased motherfucker. <laughs> but they would have seen me in the back. You're a fucking ginger. Get out. <laughs> okay. <laughs> So this is kind of so Ed Sheeran is a very very big artist. Yes. Uh, but clearly there's people who don't know who he is because that jury had to have people who didn't know who Ed Sheeran. No, 100. percent I, so I don't think so. That must have been really difficult there, there to find have, people. There might have been a few, but I, it's impossible to find enough people that don't. I mean, he has two billion plays. No, 100. It's like especially when, in the U.S., you're not going to find anyone who hasn't at least heard an Ed Sheeran song. They just bring a bunch of hobos. Exactly. Yeah. And it's, it's the same with OJ. You couldn't find anyone on the OJ. There's a whole SNL skit about it. Yeah. <laughs> about finding someone to, who yeah. doesn't know who he was. With no, those exactly. famous people, it's not necessarily finding people who don't know uh, who Ed Sheeran is. It's they just trying to find no a, bias, in, impartial people. Yeah. Um. Wait, yeah, I always think cases like that are really difficult. Oh, okay, okay. What's up? Sorry, I was gonna say. Did you see the um? Did you know about this case before? Like Riley brought it up. Today? Yeah. So I actually did because uh, my mom had brought it up. To oh, me. okay, okay. And uh, then you had reminded me about it today. Yeah. yeah. Did you see what Ed Sheeran said he would do if he lost this case? No, I didn't. What he he said he said he would quit music. Yeah, in general. <laughs> see, he well, and he said he was like, if you're gonna keep stifling artists' creativity, then there's no point in artists making or creating art. Exactly. If you're gonna keep just controlling the art and determining what is art and what isn't art, yeah, um, then yeah, I totally agree with that. Because and and all this would have done was. Oh, well, this song sounds kind of similar to this song I put out a while ago. I'm going to sue this person. And it, it just would have created a, a very scary precedent in music. Exactly. And you would have a lot of people who would be scared to make new music. Imagine having a court case get taken all the way to the Supreme Court over copyright issues and Ed Sheeran's the name on that court case. <laughs> I, I, w- I wouldn't be surprised. <laughs> oh, man, that would have been absolutely wild. Yeah. But it is sad. He had to miss his grandmother's funeral because yeah. of the fucking That's fucked bogus up. court case. That's fucked up. Yeah, it's, yeah it is dumb. I don't know. It, it, it's, he does, he when does. I saw her first heard about it, it bothered me so much. Like oh, yeah. it actually bothered me enough where I'm like, I'm I can't sleep over this. For, yeah. Weirdly enough, I don't. I, I can't imagine a world without Ed Sheeran. <laughs> exactly, dude. Ginger Jesus. Yeah, crazy. He does. I think he has a new album coming out called Ginger tonight. Jesus. Uh, oh yes. No, it is not called Ginger Jesus. Imagine it should be. Imagine though, ginger like, if he would have lost that today, he's like, I'm not releasing it. Yeah. He's the Ginger <laughs> Noah Khan. Uh, he'll be like Kanye. Say. He'll be like, Nah, that album not coming out. Nah, don't worry about yeah. it. It never happened. Yeah. I think that is my favorite uh, Noah Khan nickname. Is the Jewish Ed Sheeran? Didn't he give that to himself? Yes. <laughs> Hey, but it counts, yeah. though, because now yeah. people are using it. Yeah. Hey, people do use it. I do follow that Instagram account, too. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, as you talked about, he has the album coming out. Um, yes. He's on tour right now. He is. Um, so, we, so my girlfriend and I have an idea of possibly going to go see him, and we wanted to see if y'all are interested. At Sheeran? I would, I would love to. Where? Um, so, we unfortunately can't make the Houston date, because that's Sunday, or Houston next date. Sunday, and we're out of town already. Okay. But he will be in Las Vegas in September. Vegas. So, uh, yeah, so that's a possibility. I'd tickets 100%, are still available. I'd 100% be down to go see Ed Sheeran in Vegas. The GA tickets are like 120 Right so, now. What's up? Right now? They've been one day for some time now. Oh, okay. They're, okay, they're okay. not close to selling out at all. He's, oh, he's, yeah. not, yeah. he's not someone who you know sells for less than 120 I expect, it's, him. I expect but he's him also more. not someone who the tickets are going to go for nine hundred. Yeah. Like, but also, I I at least expected. I mean, it's two fifty. It's, it's Ed Sheeran <laughs> and it's Las Vegas. He's doing a lot of shows too. I'm yeah. doing a lot of shows too myself. <laughs> you are. You're doing one every week, actually. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Rest so, on top. Check great it out. Great job. Well, you're already checking it Karyo- out. Karaoke on Thursdays. Karaoke on Thursdays. Yes, exactly. And trivia on Tuesdays. Actually. Fun fact, they I don't think they do karaoke anymore. No, they don't, and it pisses yeah. me off. Well, we'll go find a karaoke because place. There, there might be one night where I'm just, like, feeling good, and then just like, you know what? I'm going to do a song. You've never you've never came Not up by in, myself. Yeah. Not by myself. You haven't either. I don't think you have. I'll do it. Bet. I'll sing My Heart Will Go On by Celine Dion. <laughs> oh, wait. Oh, sorry. Why don't we just go to the karaoke place, though? 
what's it called? It's on uh, Callahan or whatever. Why don't we just go to that place? They do karaoke literally every night. And they have a karaoke? great selection of songs, and uh, they have like a small stage there. Oh, I had. Well, I don't know. I've never. I, I think, don't know. I think is. it's like Who's Who cocktail or whatever. Something like who's that. Who but yeah, they, yeah. Uh, they do karaoke every single night. So. But that's cool. Uh, yeah, we'll just take Noah there, and we'll make him sing. I'll sing. Um, I'll God sing, damn it! My order was dropped off. Baby got back. Fucking two hours later. Yeah, my you, door you could get a refund. I'm, I'm going to. Yeah, 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 for like how long? Sorry to derail the conversation. No, <laughs> you're good. I'm, I was livid about this. Yeah. <laughs> well, on the topic of CODs and like um, all those kind of stuff, trivia, which I wanted to talk to you about. Yes. On Tuesday, greatest thing that's ever happened for yeah. Riffs on Tap team at Trivia. So we were doing absolute dog shit. I think general, we, general knowledge. I think we had, well, because we went in expecting Super Mario trivia. Yeah, exactly. So that's what they had advertised the day before. Oh, okay. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. But then we get there, and it was just, and we, we got there in the second round. We were yeah, a little yeah, late. like 30 we, minutes We missed late. three questions. Uh, we got, and so it was general trivia, which already threw us for a loop. We were like, what the fuck is this shit? I didn't study yeah. for this. Yeah. You were like, I ah, stayed Cuba. up all night. I stayed up all night studying Super Mario. No, exactly. Same. Like Bowser mm-hmm. and shit like that. Watch the movie on Twitter. Beaches, beaches. No, I just, um, But so the first, like, so there's three rounds, two halves. Yes. Or, three rounds each half, and there's two halves, obviously. <laughs> <laughs> first, first half, we ended with four points. It was horrible. Jesus. No, it was bad. Uh, obviously, we're dead. We only last. got one question. It was a, a King Tut. Yeah. Uh, the answer was King Tut. Did you just get lucky or was it a six no, year no, like you no. knew it? Uh, this was before Riley got here, but Bradley and I were like, yes, it's King Tut. Okay. Yeah. Cool. Okay. Second half, we did a little better. I think we got like 26 points or something. No, we, no, we no. had. We got 22. Yeah, 22 finished, points. We finished with 26 going into the final question, which you can wager. It was up to 30, but we didn't have 30 points to wager, so 26. We went 26, baby. And I was like, all right, we're fucked. We're obviously, we're 26 points, right? We either get, we win or we get zero. Yeah. Uh, and she came out with the perfect question. She said, name these beers in order of founding date. And yep. Fucking stretch a little bit. <laughs> uh, it was Anheuser-Busch, Coors, Yingling, Heineken, and Guinness. Guinness. Which Guinness, uh, I'm pretty sure it, it's the it oldest. is, it is yeah. the oldest brewery in the world, so obviously that's number one. Yingling, oldest in America. The uh, only one I wasn't sure about was Heineken, because I don't fucking drink Heineken. Or yeah, Heineken sucks ass. So I was like, Bush, Anheuser-Busch, older than Coors. And I was like, fuck it, Coors, Heineken. Fucking perfect order. Uh, we won. Yeah. Wait, y'all won? Yeah. We won. Because Fuck, yeah. the other teams, probably, uh, I think they also put like the full amount of points, but we were the, we only, were the only teams that, that got, got it right. right. Dude, so we could, yeah. so. And we're back. Sorry about that, guys. Riley's an idiot. No, it wasn't. <laughs> because I saw his foot get stuck on the wire and something it happened. It did not unplug. Well, so something must have happened. About. Something must have happened that I didn't do. I'm not even touching the plugs. <laughs> Anyways, so so Coors and Heineken were founded the same year in 1874. So I could have put it in any order and it would have been right, which I almost did switch, but either way I was right. That's kind of a trick question in the final question. Well, I guess it eliminates it down to four choices because that was the the newest one. So really you just had to know about four beers because the other one you can just fucking stumble. No, exactly. I I didn't expect all of them to be in the 1800s. Uh, but yeah, all of them were 1800s, except for Guinness was in like the 1700s. Yeah, yeah I was gonna yeah. say Guinness has been around yeah. forever. And then I think Yingling was like 1826 or something like that. Which mm. when did we gain in uh, 1776? 1776, when? Columbus sailed the ocean blue. Um, but uh, what year did you say Yingling was started? 1825, 1820 something. In the 20s, so like yeah. 50 years later or so. Yeah, that's when they're like, yeah, we gotta get some beer here. Well, I mean, beer probably didn't used to be the big, the big drink of choice. Mostly spirits. Oh, really? Oh, okay. Well, yeah, that makes it's sense. It's a good movie. I love spirit. Yeah, same. Spirited away? Matt Damon. That's, that too. Matt Damon. I always forget about that. That's crazy. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, <laughs> what All now? Right. So, um, <laughs> the main thing I wanted to get into today, because okay. kind of like the midway point, was the ACL lineup. Yes. So, 
me, with all the infinite amounts of time I have on my hands, I thought, well, I like to find patterns and stuff. So what I did is I got the last 10 years of Lollapalooza lineups and ACL lineups. I pulled their eight headliners or just the top eight build artists from the last 10 years. And I wanted to see if there was any patterns for being able to kind of get an idea of what the lineup's going to be like. Was there a lot of years where they shared artists? Was there a lot of years they didn't share artists? Uh, which years did they share the most amounts of artists? Um, but pretty much the one thing I've noticed, uh, the biggest trend I saw was that since 2013, every year they have shared at least one artist. Some years even sharing like three or four headliners together, which I think is really interesting. Yeah. Uh, especially because, well, it's not interesting because they are both run by C3. That's the company that kind of puts on these festivals. So it's understandable. They already have the connections with those artists to be like, is the show in Chicago in the summer come to Austin in the fall. So it's understandable why we get shared lineups or similarities between our lineups. Is that TXT? I see right there. It is. It is Tomorrow X Together. And I, I wrote it that way so that I could call um, Noah out because I knew he'd be the only one to identify that that's TXT. <laughs> Don't call me out on that. Yeah, no one, no one ever goes Tomorrow X Together. They just, all TXT fans just read that as TXT. Yes, correct. Does we don't talk about that. I don't know if you can see that from there, Riley. That yeah. name right there. Yeah. Riley has a whole body set. I but, have perfect vision. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. So an interesting thing to note, though, about that I found was that in 2022, we did not have any shared artists between the two festivals. Now, it's the first year we saw that happen. Uh, all the prior years had shared artists. Wait, does this go higher? Yeah. So if you can scroll up. Oh, OK. Oh, my gosh. So uh, everyone at home won't be able to see the spreadsheet. And there's no reason to, to point it out. Uh, yeah. But it's col- I have a color coded spreadsheet. So it's e- better to visually see. So, like, in 2014, they shared five artists, which is fucking wild. It's absolutely crazy how many artists they share between the two festivals. Um, being that the two artists from Lollapalooza that they didn't share would actually be perfect ACL artists. Uh, and I think we're at ACL that year as sub-headliners, yeah. uh, being uh, the Arctic Monkeys and Avid Brothers. Both artists who do very well at at ACL. Um, surprisingly, we're not headliners at ACL, but they were sub-headliners, I believe. This is really interesting to look at. I, like, gosh, these lineups, though. What, what kind of ACLs have we been going to? So <laughs> I point back to the 2013 ACL. That was probably one of the coolest lineups that we've had. It's the most eclectic, I feel like. Uh, but Lionel it's all Richie. a lot of these... What's that? Lionel Richie. That's crazy. Yeah. So we've got, uh, in order of their billing, uh, Depeche Mode, The Cure, Muse, Kings of Leon, Adams for Peace, Lionel Richie, Phoenix, and Wilco. That's as classic of an ACL lineup you can see. It's got uh, a lot of indie bands, alternative bands, bands that are on the rise. It has your two legacy bands being Depeche Mode and The Cure, classic, classic 80s bands. Um... It's just a good little mix right there and no really crazy star power in it. And I think that's how ACL lineups really should be. Like they're, they're not meant to have your Drake's even though we have had Drake yeah, in, I was gonna say 20, 2015. in 2015, Yeah, but it has gotten a little bit more star studded. Yeah. So I took that into account when coming up with like my predictions for this year. But if you want to scroll down, I've color coded other things of like, was an artist previously at the other festival the year prior so like in uh let me see find one here uh can you scroll up a little bit on the spreadsheet ah here can you actually let's just say right at the top the kings of leon's a great example so in 2013 kings of leon was a headliner at acl the following year they were a headliner at Lollapalooza. so i looked at stuff like that and if you scroll down to the bottom there was i think two years ago red hot chili peppers were he had, they were a headliner at ACL. The following year, they're a headliner at Lollapalooza. Uh, you can see things were like, uh, there was another one here. Flume was at the, at the festival prior. <laughs> that this, wow, that, that made an interesting my, noise. Yeah, I'm sorry. I don't know. I forgot that this is filled with toothpicks. You're all good. <laughs> um, but yeah, there was a couple of examples where like, there was an artist at Lollapalooza who they were then a headliner at. 
ACL the following year. Okay. Type of deal. So I took that into account. Um, so I have my predicted lineup, what I think it'll we will receive next week. We don't have a date yet. The prior years, it's been about this time period where we get a lineup. Yeah. Uh, May 9th was it two years ago or last year, I believe. And so I expect next Tuesday we'll get something. But I sorry, would, I've gone, I would I've gone love to here. see Shania Twain. Yeah, I saw the Shania Twain one. I'm just like, shit, dude. So, so here, let me give you the break. Let me give you my lineup and then I'll give you the breakdown of how I came to it. Okay. So, in order of billing, top is going to be Foo Fighters. They finally make their return to ACL since like 2014 or whatever. Shania Twain for number two, Lizzo for number three. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Four. Calvin Harris, five. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Alanis Morissette, Bruce Springsteen, and Baby Keen. Wait, so, what is this one right here? So I have another column there. That's my dream. Oh, okay, okay. So I'll give you my criteria here. So what I did with the predicted lineup was this is a realistic lineup that could exist. Okay. I've gathered data from the ACL Festival subreddit. There's a great post that outlines artists who are rumored to be there, logical to be there, uh, predicted. Logic's going to be there? Predicted to be there, or they're just completely out. No, unfortunately, no, he's out. He can't. He, he's, uh, I think it's conflicting dates. That's bullshit. He's going to fly in just for two hours <laughs> to perform at ACL. <laughs> so the person who made the post, they do it based off of if an artist plays in and around Austin around the fall time around ACL, they are considered out and not eligible to also appear in a lineup. But so that's kind of how we can remove a lot of artists or some artists have concerts on the same day as ACL. So like yeah. there's conflicting tour dates, so they're not even possible to be there. So of the possible artists that are who ha- are doing the festival circuit, have new music coming out are doing shows who are, are available and rumored to be there, that's how I came up with this predicted lineup. Okay. It's been a while for Foo Fighters to be there. They were at uh, Lollapalooza two years ago. We know they're doing the festival circuit. They're not at Lala, which is the reason why I picked them. All of my artists here do not have no connection with the Lollapalooza lineup. I do not believe we'll see any crossover this year, carrying on the trend from last year. Tonight Twain, we need a country artist. Had a hard time. There's a lot of good ones who are eligible, yeah. but a lot of great ones who are not eligible. Something like a, a Turnpike Troopers are not eligible. They're, they have conflicting tour dates, unfortunately. They won't be there. Um, but we also needed a strong female artist. Uh, so Shania Twain is someone who is touring. They Girl are power. I mean, exactly. Uh, if you look at the look at the previous lineup, we have Red Hot Chili Peppers followed by four. Five really strong female acts Pink, The Chicks, SZA, Casey Musgraves, and Paramore. A lot more women featured in the lineup, which is something I brought in to this year's lineup. That's why you have Shania Twain, Lizzo, Yeah, Yeah, Yaz, and Alanis Morissette. Um, all these artists are touring. They do have music coming out. They are playing other festivals. Um, Let me just say if Alanis Morissette ends up being on the lineup, that's Pretty dope. I would love to see Alanis. A hundred percent. I think a lot of people. So the way it kind of works is the first band is uh, a legacy band, like a top, top build yeah. artist. We've got a country artist in there. We've had that trend for the past couple of years. We have uh, a very strong female rapper, R&B type-esque singer, like a SZA. So we got Lizzo for this year. She was a sub headliner two years ago. And uh, she has enough of a following who she should have been a headliner that year, but just it is what it is. Yeah, yeah, they're doing shows again, so they're kind of back and they're touring. So they're a great legacy band who I think would be really fun and would draw, would sell tickets. Calvin Harris is, we always have an EDM act in there. Of all of them, it was going to be either Odessa, Calvin, Skrillex, or like um, kind of those three, really. Those are kind of the three EDM acts. Why? Those are the three uh, top build EDM acts that are appearing on other festivals. Currently. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Um, so someone like a Diplo wouldn't be a headliner. They may be there as a subheadliner. Yeah. But those are kind of the three big name acts that have been kind of making the festival rounds at okay. the moment. Okay. So I narrowed it down to those three, but because their dead is at Lollapalooza, 
even though Odessa has been at ACL prior, Calvin Harris just feels like he's going to make his return. He's been there two times before. You think Kygo is, does is Kygo have like conflicting things going on? I think so. He does. Oh, okay. He's out. Because I see him right there on last year's. So I'm just like, damn, mm-hmm. I love Kygo. He would be a really good choice, but he does a conflicting <laughs> date, I believe. Plus, he's. Thank you. Could have muted you. You could have um, told me. Bruce Springsteen <laughs> uh, is a ticket seller. He gets the old people in there. Uh, they love Bruce Springsteen. They don't they? Uh, and I needed a rapper. Um, and Kendrick Lamar is a top build rapper, so I needed someone lower down the list. Like a, I thought about Playboy Cardi, Lil Yachty, uh, but I settled on Baby Keem because he's doing the festival round. Okay. And uh, he does sell tickets. He just won a Grammy. Um, so I. I he feels like a, a pretty solid choice from a rapper. That makes sense. I think Jack Harlow's too big too to put that yeah. low on the billing list as well. Wasn't Jack? Wait, no. Who am I thinking of? That was uh, wasn't Jack Harlow at ACL? Last yeah, year? he was there uh, last year as a sub headliner. So oh, okay, another okay. factor why I don't think he'd even return. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Is wouldn't do two years in a row. Yeah, a hundred percent. I would um, love to see someone like Tyler Childers there. That'd be dope. A country artist. That would be very dope as well. Luke Combs. Luke Combs wouldn't do ACL. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. So uh, I have a second lineup here. This is kind of my dream lineup of eligible of eligible people who are doing the festival rounds and touring and this and that. If I was going to be honest, whenever I read, oh, when I re- was reading the little thing, I saw Dream. I was like, oh, is there the a YouTuber. band named Dream? Oh. <laughs> is the YouTuber Dream going to be there? He is going to be there. He's going to make a guest appearance. <laughs> So, in order of top build to bottom, it would be Metallica, Missy Elliott, Megan Thee Stallion, Outkast, Skrillex, Calvin Harris, and Blink-182. That'd be sick. I need one more band. I could not come up with a a final band. What does it need to meet? Is it the rapper? It needs to be the R&B artist, actually. Um, R&B. And that's what I mean. The SZA was there last year, and she's a great one. You in Thundercan has conflicting dates. Yeah. Uh, so he can't be there. Ed Sheeran. Great R and B artist. Um You heard his song, Let's Get It On. Gibeon. <laughs> what about Gibeon? Not a headliner. I think he's pretty big now. No, he'd be a sub. Yeah, he, he probably would be a he sub. Really only I don't has, know. I'm just trying to think out names. Okay? No, no, it's a great no, it's a good guess, but unfortunately It's a stupid guess. It sucks because there, so there's a lot of great artists you can come up with, but then you have to go Oh, they're not are they a headliner. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So like see. yeah, so that's the part that sucks is like coming gonna, up with these artists. I'm doing it right now. I'm gonna do a little study. You could put her. I think that's another artist that would fit there. I Grammy think. Award winning her. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. Um, I, I think she fits makes sense for the festival maybe a good final selection there I really want Blink-182 for the Legacy Band Blink-182 would be band. fantastic because oh. I don't think we'll get Green Day sadly like, I would want Green Day really badly as well um, there was a couple other bands that just like they have conflicting stuff um, the Strokes are not I wonder if that stuff. uh uh, when we were young, festival is going to affect this at all. This lineup. Ooh, good question. Because they are. How close it's, are they? You, I don't I'm, know if you know off the top of your head or not. I but can't remember. It, I they, think it's September. Okay, they're they're fairly close so, to each other. So Metallica is uh, an interesting one because they are actually kind of double booked. They are able to make weekend one and weekend two, but on different dates. Oh, it's October. 21st and 22nd. That's two weeks out from it, yeah. or one week out from weekend two, so yeah, possible to have those. There's another festival that C3 is putting on called Format Festival. It's a festival in Arkansas, and um, I want if I had more time, I was going to look into that one because they share a lot of artists with ACL as well, and it's the week before ACL. Um, so uh, there's a reason why there's a lot of sharing, and they're built up by C3. Um, but the, I just don't have time to look into that festival a little deeper. Yeah. Um, but no, there, there's a, there's a lot of, obviously the lineup is going to be probably completely different from either of these two predicted lines. I probably won't even get a single one. Right. Um, yeah. Get good kid. Yeah, get exactly. Good. Because we're going to see some more. I just, I just, there's always that one artist that just doesn't make sense. And not because they're, they're not good or whatever. They just are like, Wow, this person came out of nowhere. Like I, they weren't touring or doing anything or whatever. They Colin Brooks and Dunn, they're gonna be there. I wish. I wish. 
They are. I'm calling it. Put it yeah. in the bank. Put it in the bank? Yeah. Okay. I, ta- I talked to them last night. So. Oh, okay, okay. I think they're on the out category because they're pl- already going to be in Austin around uh, ACL time. Oh, yeah, it doesn't time. matter. They're they're different. They do things different. You know, good I do appreciate boys. that. <laughs> they are different. So, like, uh, some artists that I felt like came out of nowhere for me, uh, like, the past couple years, I didn't expect Paramore to be uh, at ACL last year. That was kind of surprising. Erica Badu the year before. Badu. Um, do you need to scroll up a little bit? Uh, yeah, I could do that, I guess. Thanks, man. Uh, yeah, it was Robin. Yeah, it was Robin. That, that one didn't make any sense. Uh, Khalid, then, as well, came out of nowhere. Um, that's true. On that year prior. It's always the last artist who's just, like, real... Ice Cube? What the fuck? Like, Ice Cube... Imagine if, like, we were actually into festivals and we went to 2019, Mumford and Sons. Yeah. That would have been crazy. That was the year, I remember, um, if you went the second week... That was the year it was cold as fuck uh, on 2019. And then the week before, uh, week one. Wearing, actually? I was uh, actually... 21. I'm wearing 2021. I was wearing 2022 yes, um, today at work. Nice. Yeah. But this one right I here... I don't have an ACL shirt. So yeah, I'm surprised about that. Why didn't you get an ACL shirt? I don't know. They're expensive. You gotta, you gotta they get are expensive, year. but I... My merch is my memories. Yeah, I don't. Until, I don't can know. you wear until, your memories and show them off until somebody knocks you out? And you I mean, I have everything. a I have a video of me holding up the lead singer for Phoenix. So. That's true. Do we do have? Oh man, we do I'm have that. About that. We yeah. do have that video. We oh, should man, post that, that. So cool. We should post. We that. should. Yeah. Hey, let me talk to social media manager. Uh, didn't come into the office today. Oh, okay. okay. So she, uh, she's fine. Yeah. So yeah, we <laughs> yeah we're gonna have to. I'll I'll, I'll break the news, sir. <laughs> um, I want to look through this a little bit more, just because. Go like, through it, man. It's this is so much fun to to look at just how crazy and how the trends and patterns of some of these lineups were. Yeah, um, they used to be good. <laughs> well, there crazy. was there was one year. Oh, can you scroll up to this year? Up, uh, I think it was that 2015. Yeah, they had three EDM artists in 2015. Yeah. They had Disclosure, Deadmau5, and Bass Nectar. What the? And then look at the top end, too. They got Foo Fighters and Drake. That's crazy. The other artists are all, nothing to scoff at either. The, the Strokes, Strokes and Florence and, Florence the, and the, the Weeknd. That lineup yeah. is That's just, a good one. Oh, man. So fucking good. I don't know what changed with the fe- I think it's ever since I started going there. Uh, they decided, oh, we're not going to have these, you know, sick indie bands there anymore. They do. They, I don't know if you saw this one girl I kept telling y'all about. Her name is Pink Panthers. She, oh, yeah. she was great. She was very yeah. good. I'm telling you, I will, I will promise to find you the diamond in the rough this year. I always find one. Pink Panthers was mine last year. I will find I really the liked, diamond in the uh, rough Japanese breakfast. She's amazing. Yeah, she was good. She is amazing. Charlie Crockett. I just remember when we. He's I think, great. I he think was. it was uh, one of the two, Pink Panthers or um, um, Japanese Breakfast. Bro, I remember I was just freaking sweating. It was <laughs> bad that day because the sun was blaring right yeah. over the stage. I was like, oh no. But also, I thank God I was wearing a button up, uh, button up, a silk, whatever, something soft shirt. Yes, yeah, so you and just take that off. You know, I didn't take it off. Go. I just unbuttoned it and just let my fat come out. You know, you know how that goes. You know how that shit goes. Sorry. Okay, but this is um, a really cool thing. Paul McCartney. Uh, so there was actually a year, it's the Paul McCartney Metallica year in 2018. They literally lifted those two headliners from Lollapalooza from four years ago. Yeah. Uh, which I think it's just a weird pairing of artists to be build one and two at two different festivals in such a time span yeah. because they're so opposites from each other. I don't, yeah. I would never put Paul McCartney and Metallica in the same category unless we're talking about Rock and Roll Hall of Famers. The Dosekis. The Dosekis. Oh, the XX? The XX. Oh, are you not familiar with the XX? I am not. XXX Tentacion? That's no, the not, only no, X I know. Or the Triple X, Vin Diesel. Okay, so apparently a lot of people aren't... I, I, I really like the XX. They're a trio. Uh, the singer Rami. Oh. Jamie XX is the producer. And I can never remember the third guy's name. Um, but they're an uh, indie electronic group. Okay. So it's not EDM. It's more indie electronic. Yeah. Um, they're amazing. They're wonderful. If you ever heard Jamie XX and his solo stuff, it's very, very good. Rami has great solo stuff as well herself. Um, but they're a phenomenal band. 
what it's looking like as we get closer to these years where like um right after covid and then as they keep on going down i know it's only one year after that but like there's not a lot of sharing artists as much as it was back in the days that's crazy but i think that was done purposefully by c3 that they didn't want to copy paste yeah because then people go well i'll just go to lala or acl is they incentivize people to go to both because it's like wow if you go to lala you'll get more of these artists you yeah. go to acl you get more of these artists yeah true 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 true. which I, i'm always jealous of all of palooza because they get way more electronic artists um some of the names that come off the top of my head right now are they 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 have fred again he could be at acl i hope he is i do not know yes praying but they have like Fred again, Knock Two, Subtronics, um, and just a good mix of of artists that dubstep, the house, the trap, and and we just don't typically get that at ACL. We'll get four EDM artists. Your EDM artists are going to be someone like a Calvin Harris who's mainstream. You'll get like a housey artist like an Odessa, uh, Purple Disco Machine who we got last year, um, and then you'll get like one other. Usually you'll get one trap DJ, like an Alice in Wonderland and R.L. Grime. Yeah. And they're lower in the lineup. So cross my fingers, that is knocked to this year uh, or ISO XO. Yeah. Um, but yeah, they, they, they have some patterns and trends that they like to follow. I'm looking at it now. I totally forgot that freaking um, Doja was not even the, a headliner. She was a sub a sub headliner for 2021. That's crazy to think about. So I, I wish I could have written more names here because it's actually interesting to look at the sub headliners. If you scroll all the way to the top, uh, where Vampire Weekend was a headliner for ACL, I think it was in 2014, 2013, somewhere around there. Um, uh, wait, Pearl Jam 2014? Shit. Oh, Vampire Weekend in 2013 at Lollapalooza. Sorry. Okay. So... Uh, I know Vampire Weekend was at ACL also in 2013. Just as a sub. But it was a sub-headliner. Yeah. Yep. That's well, I so mean, that crazy. is a pretty stacked uh, group of headliners mm-hmm. for 2013. So for Lala? For both. ACL. Uh, both, yeah, but for ACL. Oh, yeah. If I'm going to be honest, like when I look at the Lollapalooza side for 2013, that's like right up my alley. Right there. Lollapalooza actually is more in line with our musical taste than ACL is. No, 100% it is. Like, I'm just saying The Cure, Mumford & Sons, The Killers, Love The Killers, Nine Inch Nails, Hello Dark. Alt-J? Why is Alt-J not a fucking headliner at ACL? No, that's that's very surprising. I love Alt-J. They're fantastic. Yeah. If, if we... Oh, man. If we got Alt-J this year, which I... Actually, I don't think they're on the out list, so I think they're mm. possible. So people go around and make lists for that kind of stuff. Yeah. So here, I actually can pull it up here. Okay. Because uh, I got another notification about if the Gary Clark Jr. Shooters? is going to be there. Dude, there's some really good stuff at Lala. Oh no, Lala Palooza has some fucking banging. Dude, might as well go to Lala now, dude. Uh, same. Uh, we got Next year. we got Baracha over there, and just stay over there, and then go to Lala. Um, I go crazy. Arcade Fire. What? I miss Arcade Fire. Okay. Ooh. okay, so a band I really want to be there, but I don't know if they're going to be there or not. Yeah. But they're, they're rumored or chant is Fantagram. Who? Fantagram. Who? Fantagram. Oh, okay. I heard Riley that time. <laughs> they're an uh, indie alternative band. Um, they have some new music coming out right now. They're playing a couple of festivals. Chance for them. Uh, but I really enjoy them. But yeah, I don't know if you want to just scroll through this. Long Reddit post here. Okay. Um, that I'll have to, we'll, we'll have to link this Reddit post um, because it, it's where I get a lot of data where I've compiled my predictions for. Okay. Um, Does but, this also go off? Um, actually, no. Let me just see. Let me just see. Yeah. Mm. So basically, the author of the Reddit post has organized it as, into, you know, these categories for, and as well as, you know, notes on it for like, why is this artist, you know, rumored to be there? Why are they? It's a logical pick. Hozier? Hozier? Yeah. I do not have Hozier on my list. I don't think. I think they'll be there. Not not, not a headliner, but them that being would, there. That would be awesome. That would be yeah. crazy. That's one band that I always, like, fall back in love with. Like, I'll listen to them for a little bit and then just kind of forget about them. And then listen again. I'm like, why did I ever stop listening to them? No, yeah, 100%. I've been listening to them recently, too, because one of my... 
one of my coworkers, she she was like, oh, listen to this song. And I think I've heard it before, but I never really like actually listened to it. I'm like, damn, those you make some good ass music and I love it. Oh yeah. Good shit. Um, one of the bands that uh, won't be there because they're, they're they're broken up, but uh, I've gotten back into recently. I want to see is uh, Oasis. Oh, they're gonna come back together. No, they're not. Just for ACL. <laughs> they're gonna be. Just I've heard bro- the Gallagher brothers love each other again. <laughs> they're just a bunch they, of assholes, dude. They fucking but, hate the fuck out of each other. Oh, right? I know so badly. Dude, that's why I'm like, they'll never get back. They'll never get back. So for the logical rumored. Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh, though. Let me just say, if I see Leon Bridges there, Leon Bridges. I mean, he. I think he's he's from Texas. I know that. I think he's from Texas Dallas. Sun. What's the notes on him? Say, um, playing two tracked festivals this year: Bottle Rock Jazz Fest, also headlining format festival, a C three uh, produced ah, fest in one. Arkansas a week before ACL that has some crossover last yep. year. I mm-hmm. I would love to see him. And I, I, he fits kind of the ACL vibe perfectly. I think he definitely could end up hey, there. The, mo- the boy himself, Noah Khan. Noah Khan is Noah Khan. Noah Khan is going to be look, there. Dude, I'm look, happy the fact that he's actually on. Uh, yeah, look at the notes for it. Let it, me see. it it's very good notes. Tours, uh, tour skips Texas and ends in late September. Uh, playing five track festivals this year. Bonnaroo, Lollapalooza, uh, of course. Boston Calling, Hangout, and Outside Lands. But yeah, yeah, he skipped over Texas on on this current. So it might stretch. be a thing. It might I, be a I, thing. Yeah. I, I think it's. I think he's definitely gonna do it. Uh, also, I think he'll be, like, just very top sub headliner. No, oh, yeah, I could honestly see him being on the stage that, like I said last time, or one of the times. I don't know if it was last time on the podcast. I could, I could see him being on the stage for that where Charlie Crocker was, if um like because it's his first like. His yeah. first big festival was is going to be Lollapalooza this year, and then um, if he comes here, I don't think he. Uh, I don't know if he's uh, going to get a big stage like the Honda stage or something like that. But he might as well. Uh, he might just get like the I one he, Charlie. I was think on. he could get a big stage. You think? Yeah. So there's there's one final group I want uh, I wanted to ask you all about because I just found out about them. Um, I think they will be there. I think there will be a hunt, a main stage, but like in the afternoon, like three o'clock or whatever. Okay. Uh, Boy Genius. Y'all know anything about Boy Genius? No. I know Jimmy Neutron, the Boy Genius. Yes. Is that who you're talking about? No. That'd be crazy. Is Jimmy Neutron going to be there? I wish. <laughs> uh, just a bunch of voice actors. Just, yeah, Jimmy Neutron and Carl. <laughs> yeah. And Jimmy's mom. Jimmy's mom. Um, but uh, Boy Genius is a, on Google, is listed as a super group. Yeah. Um, it's got three artists in it, and one of them is, um, oh man, I'm totally blanking on her name now. Oh, Phoebe Bridgers. Oh, okay. I love Phoebe Bridgers. Yeah, it's Phoebe Bridgers and two other artists who I didn't recognize their names, but uh, they were at Coachella this year, and they seem because Phoebe, you know, she was at ACL last year, um, come back with was a uh, with the new group. Was she? Mm-hmm. What the? Or was it two years ago? Once again, all my ACL memories are starting to get blurred. I think it was two years ago because we probably would have went and saw her. Yeah. I don't think, I, don't think I did. Unless there was a, you know, a crossover. Yeah. You had to go see someone else. Okay. But they're a band. Because the ACL does like to have some of these newer, like, super group type of. Of course. Joint new projects yeah. together. I think they're one to keep an eye out for. Could appear on the lineup next week. Okay. Wait, All right. is it predicted the lineup the lineup's going to come out next week? So historically, the lineup typically comes out the second week of May. Ah, uh, May 9th specifically, it's happened a couple days times. But there was a year where we had May twentieth. There was, I think, one year with June first. Okay, uh, a couple years where it was in April. But we're right in the mix right now, so that's okay. why I wanted to do this episode this week, just before. Yep. So then, just hopefully next week we can discuss the lineup if it comes yeah. out, or we can get deeper into the weeds of some of the lower artists who are rumored on there but aren't headliners. Yes. All right. All right. But uh, do you guys have any final thoughts before we wrap this up here? Um. No. I think I got all, everything I needed to. <laughs> Hold on. Hold on. Give me a oh, second. Hold on. Got something here. Hold on. Five. I'm just trying to find something Four. to tell people to listen to. Three. Hold on. Two. Uh, go listen to Morgan Wade. There we go. Great uh, great female <laughs> country artist. She is. Uh, she's a badass. Uh, Tattooed mom. Favorite song by her is The Night. So great go song. Check that out. Great song. Hell yeah, Okay, baby. fine. 
I might as well tell people to listen to a song then. All right, what you got? Um, listen to. Um, oh, this is a song I did not know she released. Uh, Seven Spanish Angels, Sierra Farrell. Um, Ooh, nice. That's a great song. I listened to it. I found it today. Great song. Listen to it. Perfect. And my song, like I talked about earlier, is going to be uh, Dummy by Portugal Demand, the Chris Lake remix. Heard that. All right, y'all. Well, thank y'all so much. This has been a fantastic episode. Uh, thank y'all for listening. If you enjoyed what we had to say today and want to check out more episodes, you can head on over to riffsontap.com where we've got links to everything, including past episodes, our playlist for Apple Music and Spotify, so you can listen to some of the things that we talked about this week where we try to update that regularly. Once again, thank you all so much for listening. Uh, if you like the podcast, please share it with people. It really means a lot. Uh, at riftsontap.com, you can find our socials where we link to different things we talk about. I'll put the Reddit post on there as well. But thank you all so much, and we will see you all next week. Bye-bye.